0: yesterday i should say indeed it was our one year coffee cream and combo anniversary
1: one year Hooray. Already?
0: yeah can you imagine like i did not think that it would go by that quickly same we got so many episodes up so much content so much talking points i cannot believe we did so much in one year
1: yeah, it's crazy. Even
0: with the breaks yeah. we took and all that stuff. Yeah,
1: you get busy and you get into things and you, you get wrapped up in the research and what you're doing and yeah. it just flies on by.
0: It was great. I really I really enjoyed this first year. I loved all of the content that we put out. I loved the conversations that I've had with our followers. Mm-hmm. We had some great people uh, that got our backs. It's pretty awesome. We had some great crew and I'm so thankful for all everybody that's been listening and supporting us and... You know, absolutely helping us in the background you thanks guys, to all of y'all for making this possible for us yes you guys are the best and we couldn't do it without you obviously
1: Obs. <laughs> i hate that my <laughs> kid says that
0: i can't stand it i Obbs picked that up mom.
1: from uh what's that tv show the uh the kid that's on the spectrum it's got a uh, michael oh. rapaport atypical
0: atypical yeah you you that got me into that show i like that I didn't finish it. I think I'm, like, close to the end of the third season, and I think the fourth one just came out, or something like, something like that. I can't remember exactly, but...
1: The guy that plays the autistic kid cracks me the fuck up. Yeah, that's a great show. It is. It's very
0: well done, and very well, uh, portrays someone with autism very well. I'm, I'm sure that It's, won't... it's worth a watch. Yeah, totally. Totally.
1: It's not like one of those sad shows where it's like, oh man, people with autism have it so bad, like, this, this is just horror. Like, just watch the terrible thing no it's funny and it's real it's like realistic it's very
0: re- that's what i was gonna say it's very realistic and yeah. i think that that's the thing that um is refreshing about it because people think that people with autism or like other kinds of mental disabilities that like they can't really think for themselves or like function yeah. and he's he thinks like other people but just a little differently uh, i like the show a lot i gotta get back to watching it but i'm so bad at watching everything i fall yeah. asleep during everything me too uh, I, don't know. I fall asleep when I'm trying to fall asleep. Oh God,
1: that didn't used to be a thing. I know it sounds funny, but <laughs> you know, as an old man, that's something new for me.
0: If you lay down in the bed for like two minutes, I see your eyes start to get heavy. It doesn't take you long at all. No, for me, I gotta do. Uh, uh, I gotta sing. I gotta dance. I gotta uh, pray, meditate, cross my fingers and my toes, switch fifteen positions, and hopefully fall asleep. I need to get like you.
1: Man, I can remember laying down in my 20s and even like my <laughs> earlier 30s mm-hmm. and just laying there for hours trying to fall asleep. Uh, I've been up for oh, 18 hours. I worked for 13 of them, 14 of them. Gross. I'm just laying there going, what the fuck is this trash? Gross.
0: Well, now you're different.
1: Yeah. Now I sit down and watch a 22 minute episode of The Office and <laughs> I fucking fall asleep before Stanley even gets his pretzel.
0: I've been trying to watch this one episode of 2020. The most recent one, uh, it's called You Got Jail oh yeah and i think i've probably turned it on maybe like six or seven times i cannot stay awake through it i get to the same point every time i even tried it last night and i i, I can't I, I i give up on that one now I, i'm gonna watch something else
1: i caught a, a good portion of it last night when i came to bed did you uh oh, because God. you fell asleep with it on. of course i did
0: <laughs> that's the only thing that puts me to sleep if i turn the tv on i'm sleeping Anything else I'm doing, I'm wide awake. I cannot help myself. I don't know what it is. It's awful.
1: I usually do pretty well with just music or background noise. Mm, yeah. Mm. Uh, but I prefer TV you just do because well of anything. the structure.
0: <laughs> it does anything puts you to sleep. It's crazy.
1: I have to be comfortable, though. Uh, okay. Like It's not like I just be driving down the street like, man, there's a long day.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, thank goodness. Yeah, for real. That would or, be like, I don't.
1: I don't show up to people's houses and be like, hey, man. Like you're trying to have oh, a drink? I'm like, yeah, God. but I'm going to stay in the whole time because if I sit down, I'm going to die. No, you're not that bad. No. Not that bad at all. It's more. just here. It's a home. I, I hear you. I get you. Where I feel like no one's <laughs> going to uh, put hands, feet, or knives against me.
0: I mean, I'm going to put my feet on you because you know how I do. They, they're cold all the time. I need to warm them up.
1: That's a little different. Okay. I don't usually use teeth or blood from that. So oh, no, I'm gosh.
0: Good with it. Oh, dear. Okay. Anyway, back to the episode. So.
1: That and you're a pretty cool person. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs>
0: it. <laughs> anyway, so. Today, we're just going to take a little trip down memory lane. I want to talk about some of our favorite episodes and why. Ready for this? I am. Let me tell you something real quick, though. I got I noticed a couple of things. Oh, wow. I noticed... Stop it. <laughs> I noticed a couple of things while I was reviewing episodes. I was listening back to quite a few. Well, as okay. many as I could because, you know, there's... I don't know how many we have up now, but 50? I don't know. A lot. Anyway, so... One thing I noticed was that over time you have become way more raucous. You think so? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You were much more um, contained.
1: I feel like uh, I've just gotten more comfortable fucking up your show. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. oh, oh,
0: is that what it is? Uh, you but, still... you
1: know, it, it doesn't make sense to hide uh, who you are. I agree. You know, it's not that I was really hiding, I was just kind of. Toning down? Yes. But why bother?
0: I mean, you tone down.
1: The people can handle it. You got. I'm tone, still toned down. Yeah,
0: you are toned down. You're toned down for here. Because when we get on Come to Think of It. I'm going to say when we get on Come to Think of It. When you get on Come to Think of It with Samad, mm-hmm. you are turned, turned
1: up. It's because we're over there thinking about all of it.
0: All kinds of shenanigans and ratchery. Everything. Uh, the other thing that I noticed was that a lot of our episodes intertwine. Yes, we've been able to link a lot of our episodes together because we bring them back to specific issues that we we tackled in other episodes. And I'm definitely going to get into that when I uh, talk about one of my favorites. Um, But I did notice that. And the third thing that I I, I realized about this was that it's really hard for me to choose a favorite.
1: Yes, I get to be partial about all of the things that you research and everything you put yourself into becomes a piece of you.
0: Yeah, I have some where I'm like, okay, that was all right um but i didn't dislike it right but i don't dislike any of them i feel like all of them are my baby in one way shape or form i contributed to uh either the whole idea the whole episode or like portions of it and yeah. it, or, you know what i mean and so like it's really hard for me to be like oh i didn't like that one or that one sucked like i mean maybe other people like oh yeah that yeah. sucks
1: I did, I did a crappy job on that <laughs> thing i didn't like in the first place <laughs> i mean if, if that's how you feel about any of the episodes that was probably one you shouldn't have done
0: well i i feel like when i listen back to some of them i'm like you know what we could have probably done a little bit more
1: and ah, i see that's to make different. it pop
0: but i feel you because I, I listen with a critical ear I, I i'm i'm my biggest critic so i can listen to my own stuff and and judge it and be like all right this is what i did this is what i got to work on this is what i got to change this is what i have to you know whatever it is and um i definitely can see that but i don't like dislike any of our episodes i, I like I all of them I'm, I'm really they're all my baby it's just how i feel that
1: that, that feeling is is natural really mm-hmm. and i always go back when, when i hear somebody say um i finished it then i went back to reread it and i decided to change this or you know every oh. time i look at it i change something you know that's it, me it is <laughs> it always takes me back to this interview i read um i forget who the fuck yeah. was doing the interview but somebody's interviewing stephen king uh-huh. And he was saying that he likes to set his uh, book deadlines short. Okay. Because the longer he has it, the more the story will change. You he's he's never happy. He says, as a perfectionist, yeah. as someone who loves what they do and yeah. wants it to be absolutely perfect to the vision that they see, first, your vision is always changing. Yep. So you're always doubting what you've got. There's always yep. a better way to do it, something yep. I could have done more to make it better. Yep. He says, so he'll take it right up to that deadline, and whatever he's got in his hands, he hands in. That's because really otherwise, smart. he'll just keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and changing it.
0: That's really smart. That's really smart because that's something that I struggle with. And you know this. Well, I'll work on an episode and I'll be like, all right, we're going to do this topic. Let me go start doing this research, blah, blah, blah. And I'll sit down and I'll start researching it and I have it all put together. And then a week later, I go back to it and I'm like, oh, got to change this, got to change this, got to change this, Ch- make all the changes, go back to it a couple of days later, got to change this, got to change this, got to change this. I'll let you read it over. And then when we get and it's time to like record it. Then I change it again. Like uh-huh. it's always, it's ever evolving for me. And I realize I do spend a lot of time, um, reading and rereading and crossing out and over analyzing. That's one of my things. Can't help myself. Um, I've gotten better with it. I try not to. I try to do things and put it down and walk away. It? No, I mean like reread a hundred times. Oh, that's what
1: I meant. So I man, that... better. Come on, how man. did you just switch that around? No, because well, I'm I was always following along. You
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I mean like over analyzing and like re rewriting whatever it is that we're we're talking about on that particular day. And even with all of that, what I'm saying is that even when I do all of that and rewrite a hundred times when we're sitting down and recording, I don't even use half the stuff that I write down because I'm always like, we end up talking about other things and I freestyle it in a different way from how I had it worded and whatever. Anyway. It happens. I feel like that comes along though with um, more time of doing the podcast though. The more we do it, the more that I, I tend to freestyle a lot more of the things that we have there.
1: If if you guys go and look back at the first couple episodes and come to think of it, especially our first episode, because we came out of the box not knowing what the hell we were doing or how to do it. And Samad and I were both like really nervous about this. Yeah. Uh, you can see that we tried to stick to like a written predetermined script. Right. And it just didn't work out. It didn't work out for the flow of the show. It didn't work out for how we are as people. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you know as you get more comfortable in this you you start realizing that the freestyle is where it's at you can yeah you can really get what you feel across without scripting it yeah so in the end no matter how much uh information i put on paper it usually just becomes side notes by the end
0: then that's exactly what what i realized was happening to me because i i just like i said i'd have it all written there and then i'd come and sit here in front of the microphone and the words just fly out my mouth yeah. without me even using what you know
1: tell to. me about it
0: oh we know <laughs> you, you can't help yourself because my goodness you have no filter so anyway anyway let's get into it let's do it you want me to start first yeah go ahead okay i'll go first so my first my favorite episode actually happens to be our first one okay not my favorite but one of my favorites i should say because i just said i don't have a favorite my goodness gracious lady one of my favorites is the is our first episode communication and um i remember when I sat with you and Samad and I was telling you guys about, you know, uh, our come to th- uh, coffee, cream and convo and what I wanted to do with it with our show and how I said there were certain things that I didn't want to talk about. Yeah. Um, I had a list of things. I mean, one of them being, you know, I'm not talking about what my nine to five is, which I still have not nope. discussed that. But um, it's actually one of the things that propelled me into podcasting. Um, I also didn't want to talk so much about our personal lives, but I realized that it's really hard. not do that like we uh, we teeter that line a lot because our relationship really is the foundation of the show so it's hard to not talk about it um even though there's still a lot more things that we do not share because not everything is for everyone but we are as transparent as we can be without allowing too much of our what's the right word personal lives say something else but that yeah we'll go with that personal hey, lives you get tommy's
1: word when you ask tommy's advice uh, uh, right, right, whatever whatever, <laughs> whatever whatever whatever
0: whatever. but what i realized though in listening back to that episode is that we have um we are a lot more transparent than we plan to be which isn't a bad thing i feel like having this kind of uh platform you have to speak honestly yeah because when you don't it comes off as disingenuous and people will hear that and so This experience has definitely been a challenge for me and it has taken me out of my comfort zone like 100%, but I love it.
1: I feel like you can't expect people to take your advice or listen to what you have to say about something if they have no reason to believe that you know what you're talking about. Right. So if we're just up here all, you know, like we didn't even have to tell people we were married. We could have just, you know, Mm -hmm. gone into it as, hey, we're a couple of people who know each other and this is what we're doing Mm -hmm. and we're going to give you advice on this and on this. And as we're talking, if we're not given any of those personal identifying details, like, uh, you know, from our own experiences, then why the hell would they even care? Exactly. Like we, we might as well be reading to them out of a textbook.
0: Exactly. And that's and, that's boring.
1: Yeah, That's not what I got into this for.
0: Right. So there's that. Um, also, I thought that the episode was really important and I'm glad that it was our first one um, because it does come up a lot in the other topics that we discuss. Yeah. Like when we talked about... Um, we've talked about online dating we talked about interracial relationships we talked about narcissism we talked about everything at the core of all those things a lot of the issues that it comes back down to is communication so I feel like that was the perfect opener for our show perfect way to start our show it Um, works out yeah I think that um, it's one of those things that everybody struggles with so it's relatable whether it's you who can't communicate as well or like someone who you're with it's not a good communicator it's a really good episode for how to deal with that and ways to to work around it
1: yeah and and it helps you to pinpoint certain things not necessarily red flags Mm -hmm. but little things that you might want to notice in order to say oh wow one of us has a problem with uh communication i have a problem or they have a problem this is definitely a problem right
0: yeah i agree with that and it's not us speaking like oh we're the best at communication because we struggle with communication no (laughs) we struggle with it with each other at times it happens but um it's still something that we recognize and things that we work on because it's something you have to continually work on and one of the important points that we brought up in that episode um that i always go back to is say what you mean and mean what you say that's like a key thing when it comes to communication right and i'm one of those people like i get really feisty and sometimes words fly out of my mouth and I've, I know that that's one of those things that I have to work on when it comes to communication. Sometimes I have to think about what I'm saying before I say it.
1: Yep, yeah, me too. <laughs> S- even when wondering... cancel culture is crazy out there. Oh, here. God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I just
0: feel like I'm so much more conscious of what I say when I argue with people. And, you know, not everything is a battle. And even when it comes to doing the podcast, there are episodes where people have been like, oh, well, why did you say so-and-so-and-so? I said what I meant. I'm not arguing with you in the comment section. I'm not arguing with you about your opinion. I have mine and you have yours. This is my platform to speak my opinion. And if you don't like it, that's okay. I'm okay with that. If you can come to me with a point that counters mine and want to have a discussion about it, I'm open to it, but I'm not going to sit around and argue about things that don't make sense. Fair enough. So there's that. Um, so yeah, that's one of, uh, that's one of my favorites. And, um, that also seems to be a lot of your guys' favorites. That episode has gotten so much play. I thought maybe it was because it was the first one that maybe right. got that. It, it, I don't think so. It's,
1: it's a topic that people want to want to hear about. It's yeah. something that a lot of people struggle with, yep. and even if they don't realize that they're the problem, they still they're still interested because they they want to see if it's the other person, see if they can find something to help them out. All right.
0: Oh, and another thing before I forget, another thing that I learned about myself through podcasting, because I had to share this in the first episode, one. I say I'm a lot. I notice that.
1: Me too. But, I'm an, I'm an, uh, uh, uh yeah. person.
0: But I do it because I'm thinking as I'm talking and I want to make sure that I say the right thing. And I am um, a lot. The other thing, man, I sniffle a lot. You, you know, <laughs>
1: Listening back to yourself on a platform that the whole world can hear. <laughs> It will make you fucking nervous and paranoid about um, all your idiocies and peccadilly.
0: Yes, yes. I'm a sniff. I, y'all, I have really bad allergies.
1: I swear to God, I can hear myself blinking to the microphone stop sometimes. It,
0: you stop it. Stop <laughs> it. I have really bad allergies. And not like just, you know, when, it, when it's spring. I have allergies all year round. So I sniffle all the time. There's always a tissue box close by. I can't help it. I don't do it on purpose. So sorry. Anyway. Ew. <laughs> Mine was Wait, better. why is it ill when I do it? <laughs> Mine was better.
1: I'll gag in this motherfucker. Don't you dare. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You were so rude.
0: Didn't I just say you got, you became more raucous. Mm -hmm. Sheesh. Mm -hmm. Anyway, your turn. What you got, Tommy?
1: First, I'm going to take us back to the most recent favorite. Okay. Like the most recent one we did anyway. Yeah. Which was I'm telling with Tommy.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. I enjoyed that one so much.
1: A lot of folks did apparently. Yes, and they did. I did too. I had a lot of fun uh-huh. telling the story, and now I love reading and audio booking. Yeah. To begin with. Yep. And what I like about it is that I can I can see it. You know, I'm one of those people who sees the book as as I'm mm-hmm. hearing it or as I'm reading it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, not really like a movie, but like more intense than that. Mm-hmm. So I want to tell it to people how I hear it in my head because if you just come up to me and start telling me about this, I'll, I'll use our our next. I'm telling episode for an example. Uh, you start telling me about the Count of Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. That can get really fucking boring. It's a long book.
0: That's long, yeah. It's
1: a really convoluted path, uh, like a journey to the final destination. So, and like if if you're not into it, like if you're just like oh man, like this guy came around, and he did this. thing. Yeah. You know, by the end of the book, that he killed him.
0: See, the thing is that I've listened you to lost you. Me. You've been telling me about this book now for I don't know how long you've been reading it
1: months uh, that, uh, uh, I've, I've read mark. a couple books in between i know but like but it's, it's been months
0: november maybe because it was around the time where i got the outlander book or maybe a little bit before that so maybe after yeah it's so it's been a while and so in between uh you've been telling me about it and it's so many details and trying to keep up with who's who and
1: oh it's, a lot. The, it's the a lot it's a character detail in this yeah. book is phenomenal it's sure. like you feel like these are real people that they just took like out of history books they just grabbed all the information that was there and wrote a yeah. biography.
0: Yeah, it's it's very it's very uh wordy. Um so I'm really interested in hearing your retelling of it. How you're going to, you know, take a however many f- 500 page book or something like oh, that?
1: Well over. It's Right. It's- as an audiobook it's like 56 hours
0: i'm looking at it on your bookshelf right now so i'm my guess is 500 as pages it, or so
1: by far it is the the thickest yes book on any of my bookshelves <laughs> and i've got plenty i
0: know <laughs> so do i <laughs> that
1: that shit is bigger than most encyclopedias
0: as an aside guys i think we have uh we have how many shelves do we have of books in this house too many yeah and we don't even too have many enough and still not enough not enough
1: i've got six more ready to go up we
0: got two big shelves downstairs i have another one like the bookcases you mean yeah bookcases yeah there's one um in my office downstairs Mm -hmm. there's uh i have a little uh wicker basket full of books in the bedroom and books all over the place yeah then you have three four I got Six, a dozen. 18 i
1: don't know a I whole got, lot of I got shelves. at least half a dozen wall yes. shelves in here plus yes. a bookcase built right into my desk yeah
0: it's a uh, lot and yeah. we don't have enough space for books we are true nerds it's it's and I, yeah <laughs> I, I still have a
1: dozen books piled up on my desk that i got in the last couple of months that i didn't put shelves uh, up for you
0: and we went to barnes and noble on the friday
1: yeah man that's a <sighs> oh for all y'all who've been following along i did finally find my copy of mouse Ah yeah, the, uh, that the yes. uh, state of Tennessee banned from schools. Yes. Cuz yes. you know, it's too true.
0: Which, you know what I, w- I want to as an aside, this is so off topic, but I want to uh look to see the list of the what the books that are banned and start trying to collect those because I think that we should have if we should keep those things.
1: If a book has enough knowledge in it that the government or the people who try to run the government want to keep it from you, it's probably a book that you should read. That's what Lavar
0: Burton said is a smart man yes he sure is he uh actually... i'm a
1: little miffed that he didn't get the jeopardy spot
0: uh, uh, me too i follow him on instagram he's doing the book of the month for this month it's actually roots um uh, yeah i haven't Makes read sense, it February. I haven't, yeah i haven't read it in a while but i think um i'm gonna have to go hit that back i've never read it oh it's great i've seen it's the movie wonderful i mean
1: obviously oj simpson oh god but like i'm not a real big reader of fiction i know you're
0: not although you like even, Pendergast. Even though it's
1: historical, yo. Know, Step <laughs> <up>. <laughs>
0: listen first of all that's okay i mean you that's you have what like what you like excuse me i do enjoy my fiction i'm on my psychological thriller binge still um you have those 10 million uh, chi- uh preston and child's books so yep. you do you do read some douglas fiction. preston
1: lincoln child their their main character line um Aloysius pendergast that's my dude they're, they're great mystery novels yep uh i came across one of the books it was like the sixth in the line Mm. Uh, so I I completely skipped the first five I dropped in half a dozen books in when I was laid up uh, after being hit by a car Mm -hmm. I just needed some kind of stimulation and uh, it's difficult to get good books in a a hospital that's three hours away from anybody you know Mm. anyway it was a great book and I went back and I started trying to collect them and you know catch up to where I was and now I own I think there's 22 of them now I got all of them I got all of them and that takes up a whole whole half a wall in the study nerd so that's about as far as i go with fiction except recently i've gotten into some of the classics Yes. just because i haven't read them since i was forced to
0: (laughs) well anyway let's get back to the point because we totally went off on a tangent my bad so
1: basically i'm telling with tommy yes that's that's my version of what i'm reading and the way that it plays in my head because i mean let's just say you're tommy's cellmate in in prison the thing that's going to keep you going is how well i tell a story Oh so, dear. I got a a lot of compliments for that when I was in prison. Oh Jesus. People like listening to me because I tell very detailed stories in a way that they can get it. So. Oh, pause. Dear. Oh dear. Anyway, back to you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Staying off that one. Um, next thing. You know what? This is not even like one particular episode I have for this one. It's just a it's a bunch of them. I like any episode where we have somebody else
1: with us. Those are always fun.
0: Yes. So any episode that we've done with Samad, I love joining you guys for conversation, whether it's here on Coffee Cream and Convo or over on Come to Think of It. The three of us together, it's always a great laugh. It really is. My stomach hurts every time when we're done, every <laughs> single time. And it, it we have such a great rapport between the three of us. It's always It's always a good time for me. I love, love recording with you guys. Uh, my first podcast experience was with you guys actually yes uh, yeah that's what gave you the bug yes we and got that you was in great. there mm-hmm. uh,
1: you were our, you were our voiceover actress yeah uh, and you came in to interview us for the get to know your Host yep. episode in season one yep that and uh that was it that, that was what so much a day fun. later maybe uh pop, where you yep. told me that i'm ready maybe you might want to do something like this
0: yeah i loved it it was so much fun i love doing that with you guys um i also like when we had uh him and terrence on for fancers
1: yes that, that was, was such great.
0: an awesome episode and you know what i feel like from that episode we got so many inside jokes from that uh <laughs> i think the best one the best one for me was the one about um what you would do if you had one hour to live or whatever it was oh yeah uh-huh uh, the answers that Samad and Terrence gave for that boy. Crazy. You guys need to go check that out if you haven't listened.
1: <laughs> it, do we have any pictures of uh, Terrence up on our website? I don't think we do, do we? I Just in the know. one uh, episode picture.
0: I have a picture that I took that day when we, when we were together. I don't know if we have one. We're going to have to put some more up. Yes.
1: He, to understand, this this is a large man. <laughs> but he's damn near six and a half feet tall. He's like 300 and some <laughs> pounds. Like he's a He's a large guy and he's got a lot of hair because you know heavy metal music and shit yep. uh so <laughs> when you when you see it like hearing it is one thing yep. but when you see him and yep. put what he's saying to the face yep. and the form yep. it's even funnier yes it you is guys, you guys gotta go check and
0: that then out. his answers to that question i was just like oh okay <laughs> uh, okay and, and samad uh, okay, uh, sir. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> you guys have to go check that episode out. That was so much fun. That was that was a great that was a great uh, episode. I enjoyed that one. Um, I talked to before you uh, go on. Yes.
1: As a side note, I just want to add. I really enjoy the dynamic between Samad and Terrence. Yes. <laughs> Those two boy. Those Whether two... the mics are on or off.
0: Yeah. It's funny because if you look at them, they don't look like two people that would have a conversation. No. They are like opposite ends of the spectrum. For totally. real. Um, and the two of them together is, is hilarious. It, it really is.
1: <laughs> when you see them, if you imagine them like running into each other out in the street, you would think, which one of these guys lives around here? Because that's the one who's going to say, what are you doing around here? And believe it or not, that has happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure.
0: I'm sure. Um, let's see. So we also did. Um, I got to talk to uh, B Lyric yes which, i remember that yes i love talking to her she's such a sweetheart she is a, absolutely adorable and very very talented if you guys have not checked her out be sure to go check out B lyric she has great music great content on this instagram is she is very talented loved 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 talking to her i can't wait to see what she has in store next she is amazing uh who else we talked to Grace. Grace, that was a great yes. one. That was one of our first interviews. Yes, that was. And that was, you know, part of some of the episodes I really love talking about culty stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Heidi loves the culty stuff. Word and up. talking to Grace was really, it was really a good inside look to cult behavior. And um, she's also another very amazing person. And I wish yeah, nothing but greatness for her. She's uh, awesome.
1: Reaching for the stars every day, that kid.
0: Yep, she's great. Um, And also... One other person. We got to talk to my little person.
1: Yes. Briefly. Very special interview.
0: Yes. She's very, very shy, but she loves all of the podcast stuff.
1: She really does.
0: She, she does. Uh She is one of, she's always in the background coming up with ideas for things to post on social media. Uh, we've been doing reels lately and she's trying to get in on the reels, yep. which, you know, is funny and if y'all have not seen any of them please go check out our instagram where you could see me acting a fool
1: <laughs> uh-huh. that's about the size of it
0: yeah that's about it acting a the fool they're really fun though they're fun um trying to get tommy in on some because you know
1: it's difficult to get tommy's image on anything
0: yeah well i got you on one yeah you did we got one so far
1: i am mean, kind of obligated once you get married to somebody you got to give him fucking something jesus
0: Y'all help me sometimes. Help me, help me. Anyway, man. So, uh, <laughs> Brianna has been very helpful with all of those things. The um, you know, in the background, helping us with different ideas, different um, different uh videos that she does because she's very creative with the um, what else things calls that she does. Them video things she does. I can't think of what it's called. cap cut and all them other things. Yeah. Uh, putting different things together. She's very, very good with those things and she's so helpful with that. So we got to talk to her and that was pretty dope.
1: It's good stuff. It's always fun to bring in family. Yes. And to see the interest in little kids' eyes.
0: Yes. And she's very, she's very interested. Sometimes she likes to play like, oh, I don't care. But then she comes back with ideas. Guess what? Uh-huh. Guess what? And we have to listen to like 20 minutes of how to do Ooh. certain things. You know. You know. Which reminds me, she's still waiting to teach you the cap cut thing. She wanted to know if I sent you the video. I was like, Yeah, I did.
1: Did you send me the second one? No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just send it to you later. No, I don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Check out our Instagram for the reels. For real, you'll mm. get it yep. after you see them. After you it. see
1: the reels, you'll get that.
0: uh All right, your turn.
1: Right, my next one, yeah, was a uh, true crime part two. Yes, it was back in season one. Yeah. It was episode eight, uh-huh. and we talked about the wives of hitmen and serial killers.
0: Yes, that is your soul, your passion.
1: I am, again, I do a lot of reading. Mm-hmm. Nerd. Um, I don't like fiction so much, Nerd. so I do a lot of biography and historical yeah kind of reading and documentary watching. So do I. And a lot of it is about true crime, especially organized crime, because in order to set up the massive <laughs> empire that some of these organizations have, like, it takes a lot of work, and if they had been uh, set on this path in a more acceptable way, Mm -hmm. these would be titans of industry. You've got people in the mafia who've made more money than Donald Trump has ripping people off on real estate Mm -hmm. deals, Mm -hmm. and you never hear their names because they're also so intelligent that they stay way under the radar Mm -hmm. when all of the law in the country is eyeballing them like specifically they're targeting them looking exactly for them they still manage to stay off the radar anyway you never get to see the point of view that comes from their families right especially the wives who live right next to these guys i mean their husbands go out and in their in their organized crime career might kill 40 or 50 people and the wife i mean sometimes they know sometimes they don't know anything but either way they're there they live through everything that this person has done, every way that they've changed all from making all this money, sometimes even before that, sometimes from when they're just punk kids doing stuff on the street right. to getting all this money, and now either dead or in prison or on the run or wherever it goes, they, they've been there through the whole thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the difficulty that I ran into when trying to get background on these wives mm-hmm. showed me just how overlooked that side of the story is. Of course. Uh, one that I really enjoyed, which... I got a hand to uh, Philip Carlo, uh, the author of Iceman, mm-hmm. the story of Richard Kukwinski. Yeah, Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Yep. Uh, he actually went through and instead of just talking to the actual murderer and hearing what he had to say about things, this guy went and he interviewed the wife, his daughters. Uh, I believe he interviewed the son, but he didn't get to use much of the interview. The son was very against uh, sharing his experiences, hmm. um, which if you read the book, you'll understand why. But uh, Barbara Kukwinski was not shy at all about telling the truth about the relationship. And where she didn't know what Rich was out there doing, she didn't realize she says that he was a murderer and killing people. She's seen that it was there. Like she was on the receiving end of a lot of that violence. Mm -hmm. And to see how that affected her later on, like when she found out that he was this uh, accused uh, serial killer she like she found out in court with a lot of other people she had no idea and that that kind of ruined her life like after living with this guy like being his almost like his prisoner his captive uh to get away she ended up you know withering away by herself somewhere in the woods she wouldn't tell anybody where she was and for good reason really if you think about her Mm -hmm. story of course anyway i just like to bring stuff like that out to people like Mm -hmm. that's interesting to me right yeah super interesting that this guy did all this fucking criminal stuff It's a great movie. It's a great read. It's great entertainment. But to see the behind the scenes. yep, It's like watching behind the scenes of a movie. It's great. I
0: know you like that stuff a lot. I enjoyed uh, all of those true crimey things that we talked about, though. I'm very uh, big on that. We did uh, Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women, talking Mm -hmm. about uh, Relisha Rudd. You know, situations where people who don't get um, the attention that they need yeah, it, it's really it's really something that I feel like we need to talk about. And, and that's one of the things that I want to use our platform for as well. Uh, shedding light on things that are kind of disregarded. Just bring attention to certain cases, bringing attention to the Alicia Rudd case, bringing attention to the missing and murdered indigenous women. Those are things that we need to talk about. And again, we have the platform. We should definitely utilize if, it. If,
1: if you've got a platform and an opportunity, mm-hmm. why squander it?
0: Exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's one of the things. So yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, I also enjoy, so I'll give you my, my other favorites, podcast favorites. Um, I also really enjoy any episode that we break down some fuckery. So when we sat down and we talked about, uh, our episode of what the fuck Texas love talking about that and sharing what it is that's going on over there that is so fucked up glad we got to do that. We got to break that down. All yeah, of our, those are always fun. Yes. All of our cult episodes. Um, We talked about that cult that I found on on social media. Talking about Scientology. You know, those things. Pointing out the, the weird behaviors of some of these organizations. Yeah. Again, things that we need to shed light on. I really enjoyed those episodes. I love that. And even the last one that we did, Cancel Culture. Um, I got a lot of people that commented on those episodes and they um really talked about how they appreciated how we broke it down and broke down what it was that these celebrities were saying and the whole thing of what they said specifically with regards to Whoopi. that was the one that kept that kept coming back to me that people kept commenting on um breaking down her whole comment you know in an unbiased way, just saying everything that she said. I feel yeah. like those are things that are is really important to show and to shed light on on situations in its entirety as opposed to just you know the things that um the, the the media wants you to hear and and that's one thing that I've always done outside of um doing our podcast. when I find something if I read something and it sounds weird, I like to know i want to know the whole thing before i formulate my opinion on it so i'm just taking something that i do naturally and bringing it here to share it with everyone and i really i really like bringing perspective to certain things
1: i like the psychology of all of the things mm-hmm. everything behind true crime and cults and mm-hmm. me the too fuckery in places like texas me too i enjoy learning the psychology behind it and you know hypothesizing and pondering upon it because that's how you really get to know people yep and i mean it it takes a lot of effort to try to understand someone who wants to tell you that uh you can't have an abortion after six weeks Mm -hmm. because of whatever reason he has right he has
0: that's like that's like when we talk about when every time and i you know you know how i feel about donald trump but I've really gone out of my way to try to understand why he says the things he says. When there's somebody who says things that are provocative all the time, I always want to know, like, why? Yeah. What is it that you said and why did you say what you said? Who hurt you? Who who <laughs> hurt you? Oh, I've said that to you before. The uh-huh. <laughs> is always the same. Uh-huh. I know. Anyway you anyway <laughs> i just feel like that's one of those things she meant me yeah yeah like you specifically <laughs> like myself yes you were yes yes that's that's a whole different conversation we'll get into it another time um but i really feel like it's really important i i always want to know why like why does that person move in that way why do they do those things like what is it i mean i also analyze my whys in the same way when i do certain things and i realize like how outrageous it is i'll be like "Well, wait a second what's that about I'm very uh, self-reflective in that way. And so I like to analyze myself and other people. That's just how I roll. Excuse me, sniffle. (laughs) That's really bad today. This change in the weather is messing me up badly. You done? You saw the dog. Yeah,
1: that was the idea. Okay. All right.
0: Anyway, I'm done. Your turn.
1: I, too, enjoy any chance I get to reflect on things such as finding my own peace. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, not like a piece of the pie but you know as, as cliche as it is inner peace mm. because I never had that as a kid I never had peace uh, I grew up in a state of emergency constant state of emergency there's no peace in that yeah there's no rest and sleep there's no peace and quiet mm-hmm. there's no solace anywhere when you grow up like that and that's that's tough to get away away from Uh, I struggle with that today. I still have trouble finding peace in my day and in my life today. Uh, And trying to share that experience and trying to help other people who are trying to make that journey to to help them make it easier for themselves is one of the things that just feels right. Yeah, Uh, I've gotten to a pretty good place considering where I started. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could have turned out a lot worse uh, off than I am now. And I feel like that that sort of strength is worth sharing with people because even if you don't feel like you're a strong person and even if you can't take things on the way that i did you don't have to you can find your way and sometimes just hearing how someone else did it is enough for you to figure out your own way that
0: is so true that is and that that was one of those things like when we talked about an episode with narcissism although i didn't talk about like in detail the things that happened to me i felt even though i and after we did it like i was anxious for days you remember yep um I felt like it was the right thing to do, to talk about it and to lay those things out because I hope that I can bring healing to someone or bring someone to understand what's happening to them yeah. by sharing my own experiences. Again, not giving my, my experience in detail because I wasn't ready to give too many details at that point. Right. Um, I feel more inclined to talk about it, you know, now, but at that time when we were recording it, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. That was, that was really, that was, I think that was the hardest episode for me to record. That was the one I, I could not, I struggled through that one. Really, I, I could see it. Yeah.
1: I, I don't know if it got across in the recording, but like being here with you, I could see it.
0: Yeah. I, I really struggled with that. That was really hard. But when it was done and after I got past being anxious and all of that stuff, because it brought up a lot of, of things in me that I had kind of just, you know, forgotten about, Right. um, I realized that that was the right thing to do, and it helped so many people. I cannot tell I cannot tell you how many people I spoke to after that. It it was crazy, how many people came and talked about it. I even did a reel about that, by the way. So you definitely check out our Instagram. <laughs> but um, it, it really was. It really was. Um, it really made me feel good. I'm sorry, not, not to take over from what you were saying, but I just felt compelled to say that when you it brought me back to that point. You were saying. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. You were talking about not. the episode and talking about sharing. Something which you didn't say was specifically which
1: episode you were referencing. No, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> that was in reference to um, episode ten of season two. I think that's the finale for that season. Yeah, it's called A "Note to Self." Yeah, and it's just about the things that you would tell yourself if you had the chance to uh, go back mm-hmm. and you know convince yourself against or for uh, the idea of doing something that uh either did or would potentially change your life yeah you know like just sound advice
0: yep yeah that was a good one i really enjoyed it that was.
1: I, I did a lot of sitting and thinking about really how how different i am now to then and what got me there like why why am i able to rest easier upon my laurels now mm-hmm. than i was back you know when i had everything i mean i say everything but like when you're a kid you basically have everything you don't have to work You just you know you show up for school you do what your parents tell you you get a roof you get food whatever your whole life is catered to basically and to not find peace or comfort in any of that when it's going on makes it tough to find peace and comfort in that later on yeah and relating stories to people you know like people in my life face to face when i'm trying to give advice or just talking shit with people like um you can see how they appreciate the struggle Mm -hmm. and the strength it takes to overcome
0: your way of it's uh, always helpful yeah your way of your way of dealing with things uh the (laughs) things you went through makes you deal with things very differently and when uh your way of i'm trying to forget the right way to put it you almost have like this get over it attitude yeah and it sounds really harsh but i understand why you're like that when it comes to certain certain things.
1: When when you live in a state of emergency, it's a necessity to get over it. Yeah. You have to get over it. Yeah. You don't have to let it go. You can sit there and let that shit eat you up and become an alcoholic or a drug addict and kill yourself with it later in life. But if you're going to live to see tomorrow and the next day, you got to let it go. You got to get the fuck over it. Yeah. It's, it's you, not easy. You got to beat it. You got to tackle it. Keep it down and move the fuck along or it's just going to keep dragging you down. It's
0: hard for me to do that. That's one of those of things that I can't do. Like I can't... Um, just walk away from something and get over it i have to like mull over it i gotta cry i gotta scream i gotta kick i gotta do stuff and be upset and, and and marinate in that and then i find after i get that part out i can think clearly and then i can make my next my next move i can't do it in the way that you do that's
1: that's the difference mm-hmm. uh you don't have to do it the way that i do no, like, I, know. Uh, I mean not you personally i mean yeah. like people you yeah. don't have to do it the way that the person you're talking to did it uh, just because they made it and that's the way that they used doesn't mean that's the way that's going to work for you the way i go through things is not the way most people will uh but your method crying about it thinking about it talking to yourself about it whatever mm-hmm. that helps that's part of getting over it yeah but you have to do what you got to do to prepare yourself to yep. move forward yeah how you going to feed your kids if you can't get out of bed because you're crying all day?
0: Exactly. Well, that's the thing.
1: Shut the fuck up.
0: That's, go to that's work. Feed
1: your fucking kids. That's the you thing. You can worry about getting beat by your husband tomorrow when he comes the fuck back because you won't leave. Get the fuck over it. Do something about it. Get away from it. Fix it however you have to. However,
0: yeah. My, my, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's very hard to function through, uh trauma but you've dealt you lived in trauma so your yes. perspective of it is different um it's
1: it's a normal state yep for some people mm-hmm. and you know i gotta be honest a lot of folks who grew up like me don't turn out the way that i did yeah I know. a lot of folks who grew up the way i did turn out really fucked up they're either in prison or they're out here fucking molesting people or hurting people in some way like it's a real fucked up way to grow up and if you never learn how to get over it you just you're never gonna it's gonna drag you down,
0: y'all. Yo. <laughs> I just want y'all to understand. I want to. I want to say this because it's really important to point out, and it goes back to what I said at the beginning. Tommy doesn't like to talk about shit. No, he does not like to talk None about of y'all motherfucking business. T- sorry, this, no, literally, <laughs> that's what he'll say. Um, he does not like to, when we sometimes we we have episode ideas. I have episode. I'm saying we. I have episode ideas, and I'll come to you, and I'll be like, you know what? Let's talk about this particular thing. Do you want to talk? Would you be would you be willing to talk about so and so and so? No, literally like that. That's the answer I get. No. And I'm OK with that, because although there are certain things that he will not talk about, he talks about a lot of other things that are really heavy and shares a lot of things <laughs> that really like. And see that. that so <laughs> it I know seem heavy to me, of course not,
1: because the stuff I won't talk about is, is yeah. the stuff that seems uh, that feels yeah. heavy to me even though it doesn't seem it like when you bring it up to
0: me it's not so when, when, i, I when really I... <laughs> appreciate that you
1: respect when i'm just like no
0: yeah yeah i do i do because i i understand how you i understand you so what what's funny is that like how you just shared all of that i'll come to you with something else that i feel i think is much more like a, a lighter heavy thing if that right. makes sense and you will shut that down so quickly but to sit here and talk about how your childhood trauma affected your adult life or your early adult life is 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 something
1: It's it's a matter of uh personal vulnerability yeah a lot of times yeah um i don't feel vulnerable vulnerable for having overcome things but it's the way i felt about certain things the reason that certain things affect me the way that i do that mm-hmm. i feel vulnerable about because it, it reminds me of you know being that little kid who's so fucking helpless in everything that you do that mm-hmm. You know, you literally, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Um, Just real quick. I've shared this with some people. and I, I may even have shared it on uh, the show before, but mm. when I was a kid and my father used to beat the crap out of all of us all the time, uh, I had threatened to call or, you know, to notify child services of, of what's going on. Like, if you keep beating me, I'm going to fucking tell the nurse that it's you next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this motherfucker looked me straight in my eyes and he said, you can do that and they'll take you out of here. But then I got to come find you. Aye. And I've seen this man go find my mother. Like right? He come home from work and she's not home. Yo. He don't know where the fuck she is. Mm. I've seen this because he would drag me with him to make sure I witnessed mm. what he does to mm. people who do this. Mm. And I've seen him go to a bar, beat the crap out of or slap the shit out of somebody to, you know, you see my wife in here. Oh, yeah. She left with so-and-so. She went over here we show up this dude's kicking the shit out of dogs dragging my mother out this guy's house like literally by the hair that's so when he looked at me at you know like seven or eight years old whatever i was and said they'll take you but then i gotta come find you i knew that was the truth
0: oh my goodness so there's
1: there's no way to get out of that situation there's none that's awful when you're that little Like the Terminator just said, he's going to kill you if you fuck up.
0: So and and you tell me stories about stuff like that, and you're like five years old when some of this shit happens, and it's like, what the fuck? You know, it's it's crazy. To be fair, I
1: was drinking by the time I was five, so which is insane. And you know, I don't want to hear none of y'all complaining at me. It was okay with my parents; they was the one feeding it to me. That's (laughs)
0: insane anyway yo, listen we didn't even mean to get this heavy i i, I gotta i gotta shift gears because that just that every time we, when we get into it like heavy it, it puts me in a place and it really fucks with me. right so i'm gonna move on i want to move on <laughs> anything else you want to talk about
1: <laughs> no i think i'm good doc <laughs> oh well while, while, yeah. while i'm on that uh idea actually i do have something else to say yes better help yes all of the stuff that we, we uh we get into all the heavy shit that we talk about Mm-hmm understand that there, there's help out there for you there's free help there's yeah. cheap help i mean of course there's expensive fucking help there's always expensive stuff yeah but a uh, better help go to betterhelp.com download the app whatever you got to do check it out for yourself don't take my word for it although uh i am a participating customer uh it's very helpful they'll match you with someone who can help you uh if you don't like the first one you're matched with you can get another doctor like you you keep going until you find the right match for you and you can request a, a doctor of color or a certain religion, whatever you need to feel comfortable. Yep. They can provide for you. It was very simple, it was very affordable. Uh, I mean, I don't have a minimum wage job or anything. Like, I make pretty decent money at my job, but I was still, or I, I rather, I still qualified for a discount. So it's there. Like, you can get very cheap help.
0: Help is available. You know, people say, well, I don't wanna go to therapy because then I gotta go to somebody's place. This is all online. Yes. So, BetterHelp is entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. You don't have to leave your bed if you don't want to. Because we all have those days
1: where you don't want to leave your bed. Mm-hmm. I, I have those. In these these COVID days of Teladoc, BetterHelp yes. has taken off. You can you can do just a phone call or you can do a video. Because y'all know I say all the fucking time. We just talked a couple of minutes ago about I don't like having my image put out there. I don't like having pictures taken. I don't like doing videos, shit like that. Uh, I don't even like talking on the phone. No. Nope. But I, I meet with my therapist over the phone uh, with no video. Like, we just, uh, like, literally just talk on the phone for an hour, mm-hmm. and boom, it's over. It's that simple.
0: The help is out there if you need it.
1: It is. It's that's just That's one for you. thing
0: that we advocate, and that's, I'm glad you brought that around. That's one thing that we advocate for all the time. In a lot of episodes, we've said this. If you need help, seek help.
1: Absolutely. And especially after sharing something that heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, um yes i got to this point on my own the therapist didn't get me to where i am but the therapist helps me to figure out how to move forward from where i've gotten myself to yep that's the they're not going to help you get over the trauma they're not they're not going to take it away for you but they're going to help you give yourself the tools you need to move forward with the rest of your life without that dragging you down like a
0: boat anchor yes absolutely thank you for bringing that back that was a good point absolutely
1: I, i feel like that's just as important as letting people know how i did it
0: yes i agree glad thank you thank you Shout out to you, and all the stuff that you've gotten through. I'm proud of you. Hey, thanks, man. I tell you I that all the time. It. I'm very proud of you. You're you're a good you're a good guy.
1: You could be. All uh, no, right, awful not no.
0: All right, you know what? Forget it. Forget it. I'm never saying anything nice to you ever again. Get.
1: Getting fucking misty over here. Oh God, I'm not getting misty. You're getting misty. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: really know her. Uh, stop it! I thought it was Maria. Now it's Misty. Come on, Excuse how many side chicks you Excuse got? Me
1: maria's nickname (laughs) is me
0: speaking of maria if you want to hear about maria you can listen to our polyamory episode (laughs) (laughs) totally fictional side piece we made up for me i figured we just bring that one back around yeah man go check that out yeah that was that was interesting (laughs) 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 that was an interesting one again i can't really find one that i'm like oh that was meh no it was bad i can find something i was like all right that was you know that was okay but I, I feel partial to like all of them it is my baby i like all of the stuff i wouldn't have released it if i didn't feel confident in it
1: nor should you no. that's just poor content creation
0: agreed i have episodes on my um uh, my laptop that i started that i will not i don't want to uh release i just don't feel like it's appropriate not appropriate i just don't feel like it's ready yeah Or eventually maybe what I might do is like tie them into other episodes because it's not enough for a whole episode. Right. But I feel like I'm very selective in what I release. Not everything that I work on gets put out there. It's plenty just sitting there. Absolutely. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, y'all, we said all of that to say that we appreciate you guys very, very much. We love having you guys ride with us. Thank you for contacting us and giving us your two cents on our episodes, on things that you liked. If you want to hear uh, our opinions on certain things, feel free to hit us up. You can email us at convo at yahoo.com. You can uh, hit the DM on Instagram, coffee cream convo. Be sure to check out those reels because we on it. On it. On it. it. Uh, you can also join our Facebook group, Dead Savage, but we're also in there. Sharing some shenanigans, things that we find interesting, different Definitely. news articles, different
1: uh bullshit. Different bullshit. <laughs> Share some of our reels there
0: too. You'll find uh Tommy, Samad and I there uh moderating and posting our hearts out.
1: For real. While well, uh, while well, I got you guys here before we wrap this up. Yes. Uh come to think of it, it has a poll going. You can contact uh, us by email. Yes. Or on the Instagram at come to think of it underscore before and after every word and come to think of it. Uh for Instagram. Again, Dead Savage on Facebook. Uh come to think of it at Yahoo do, y- do, mm-hmm. do. Come to think of it at Yahoo or Dead Savage Productions at Yahoo.com. Hit us up. Get your vote in for whatever stupid Matt Damon movie Tommy Brown has to watch.
0: Yes. So just <sighs> a quick a quick uh update on what on what that overview I should say of what that episode yeah. is about uh, Tommy and Samad are going to watch either was it what is it
1: alright now Samad's already seen them okay but you're because I'm to not a TV it. and movie guy yeah you know because of how I feel about participating in fucking trash oh god um, huh Samad was trying to tell me about these two Matt Damon movies on yeah. an episode and you know I know Matt Damon can't act oh, so I'm just looking at him with all the all of the skepticism <laughs> and he spotted it you know uh-huh. and he's like yo you gotta watch this I'm like I'm I'm not watching that. He wanted me to watch the last duel. Okay. Which uh, that came out? I think this year it came out.
0: I heard you watching it. I, I didn't watch it with you.
1: Okay. Well, I'm not gonna give away my feelings on it, but I <laughs> I have right. watched it. Uh huh. Because the people have started to speak, and I'm trying to find the other one. The other one is downsizing. Okay. Uh, vote on which one I'm supposed to watch and talk about. Uh, let us know, and uh, that's it. Like tune in for that mm. because it's. It's not going to be what Samad wants it to be. (laughs) (laughs) You know,
0: Samad is definitely our media guy. So he's all for, he's with all the current events. He's the TV show watcher. He's the movie watcher. He he does that. I can do it here or there. Tommy does it here and there, but Samad is the guy for that. So Samad said that those two are good. So we'll see. Now he's had, he's made some pretty good recommendations. He actually recommended that we watch, uh, roots christmas something like that
1: roots gift i think it was Roots called. gift yes it takes place around christmas
0: yes it's the it's the story of roots but the christmas something which i didn't I, even know that shit existed i, I thought they either. had one
1: roots movie and then the series that they just came out with in I, the last couple years
0: i i didn't know so i'm gonna go catch up with that because he suggested it uh but he also suggested the kanye uh documentary which i am yes, not watching sorry when- sorry Smod. Mm-mm.
1: you know for all of his uh ups there's always downs like the rest of us
0: yes i'm not watching it yeah, I'm he not.
1: recommended that we watch them
0: oh that was so great
1: but he also likes trippy red so exactly
0: okay uh them was great for anybody who did not see it definitely should watch that i thought that was phenomenal
1: um, well done working with saman he's probably the only person i've met who can watch a movie while he's working not like <laughs> while he's doing his job like every break he takes yeah he'll watch the movie okay so if you get an hour worth of breaks and he spends 15 minutes in the bathroom like you might catch his man come out of the bathroom and be like damn that was a good movie <laughs> dude watch a fucking porn in there or something and he'd be like no nah, i just finished whatever the fuck you know yeah. And it'll, it'll be some fucking blockbuster movie that
0: he's so much better at that
1: he is I'm, i don't really
0: like i don't really like uh a lot of movies though like I, as a kid i wasn't allowed to watch certain movies and then like as an adult it was just like meh all right, I'm gonna watch it, and then I'm like, okay, I don't like it. Uh, I don't know. I'm not really, I'm not really good at it.
1: As a kid, I craved that stuff. I really wanted to watch a lot of TV and a lot yeah. of movies, and I, I just wasn't allowed to watch what I wanted. And then yeah. when I got older, I was like, N- doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> fuck, I care about TV for.
0: I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm weird about stuff like that. So, anyway, for uh, uh, movie recommendations and stuff, definitely. Um, you know what? That's a good episode idea. I'm gonna talk to you about that. Um, definitely uh check out Samad's uh recommendations. He always got something good. Pretty much every week he has a, a different uh movie or show that he suggested you guys uh watch.
1: Yeah. So he'll turn you on to something.
0: Be sure to tune into that. Anyway, back to what I was saying before, before, before. Like at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all. We love you guys very much and we appreciate all of your support. Thank you for riding with us for this first year. We have another awesome year coming with much more episodes, much more shenanigans, way you know more I like the shenanigans. interviews. Oh, we you know, Tommy's going to talk his sh- all the time. So be sure to uh, continue to ride with us. Thank you for joining us today and every day and all for all of our episodes. And tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend
1: to listen and Take care of each other. <laughs> See you guys. So long.
0: Coffee cream and combo is hosted by Heidi and Tommy Brown. Email us at coffee combo at yahoo.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions. Join us at Coffee Cream and Convo on Instagram or Dead Savage on Facebook. Be sure to visit us on our website at deadsavageproductions.com. Coffee cream and convo is a dead savage production. Outro by Bray. Bye!